Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. Are you kidding me right now? I'm not. Open it. That's the fucking bomb ass thing Dude. I've ever done. Alright, welcome to For Distraction. We just Dude. opened our beers. Oh, our beer the man. shows. And it was the we it's a can, and it was the weirdest tap or, or uh pull t- pull tap on the can I've ever seen. It was like this <clears throat> extended think of like what you know as a normal can of like Pepsi and what the tap the top of it looks like. It extended almost around the entire thing. And when you crack it open, there was like a little slit that opens up. And at that point, I realized the whole fucking top comes off. The whole top of the can is absent right it now. It is. Like, it is just open to the beer. This thing was gnarly. It's awkward as shit to drink, honestly. <laughs> is but it really? Let me try a little it. bit. A little bit. It feels weird. It feels a little weird. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, I'm kind of like, what the fuck? I didn't know what to do. I was so caught off guard by this. We gotta get a photo of this or something. Yeah, we're gonna have to take a picture. Okay. Like, actually, it'll be on. It'll be on our social media. We'll put it on Facebook. Uh, you can find us for your distraction on Facebook, um, Twitter. There we go. Adam's getting some photos right now. Out of that too. This is the craziest thing. I got to hand it to. It is. Well, I guess let's talk about the beer of the show. Might as well. Um. So last week, I, uh, I we had a we had the zip line from Nebraska because I just recently traveled to Nebraska and I bought the zip line beer and it was in a bottle. I bought a second beer while I was there, and this is the Cardinal Pale Ale. Not the Cardinal, just Cardinal. Not the Cardinal. Not to be confused with the Cardinal. Um, our friends at Stone Church Brew Pub in Hermitage, who we've had several on on the show several times, they have a beer that we've had called the Cardinal. This is just called Cardinal Pale Ale. It's from the Nebraska Brewing Company. Wait a second here, and it's in. What does that say? I thought it was from Omaha, Nebraska, but this says La Vista. Uh, yeah, La Vista, La Vista, Nebraska. I have no idea where that was. I bought this. I thought it was from Omaha, but I was completely wrong. La Vista, Nebraska is where the Nebraska brewery is. And we have the Cardinal Pale Ale. And it has the most unique top to a can that I think I've ever seen. It is. Like, I've never seen a top like this before i like it a lot mine um, was blown the second i opened i was like what the fuck so about it's the- like it's like i solved an arithmetic problem it's like i solved an equation whenever i was like i saw the slit and i was like am i supposed to drink out of this little slit and i was like wait a second yeah <laughs> the whole fucker came off man. yeah and i'm like was- i solved the the riddle of the sphinx it was I'm- like a transformer did you play with transformers as a kid i played with beast wars as a kid Beast Wars? Is that like, like the GoBots of no, it's, Masters of the Universe? It's like, it's like a spinoff of... It's like Transformers, but instead of turning from like cars to robots, they turn from animals to robots. So it was like a robot gorilla, but he, it was Optimus Prime was a robot gorilla, but he could transform into like a uh, giant mech bot and shit. It sounds like the Kmart version. 
I mean, you could say that, but I thought they were fucking cool as shit. Well, they sound awesome. I've never cool heard of them before. Shit. Freaking, uh, um, what's his name? It's been a long time since I've seen the Transformers. Uh, Megatron? Yeah, Megatron. That that sounded so weird to me whenever I was thinking that in my head. I was like, that can't be the right name. Yeah, Apparently Megatron. Is. Megatron was like a dragon. He was huh. a fucking dragon taking on a gorilla. Do you remember the video game Primal Rage? <clears throat> It was yes, for Sega, where yes. you could be fucking dinosaurs they and like, fight the fuck out of each other. Yeah. Dude, and there was the, the was two like a gorilla. lizard and a gorilla. Oh, my and... God. It was so awesome. It was a like giant a T-Rex. Rat and... Yeah, dude. I loved me some Primal Rage. Primal Rage was a fun game. I was actually good at it. I've never been good at video games in my life. For some reason, I was really kick-ass. Like, all, all it was, it was like arcade-style game. So you just, like, on your <coughs> Sega Genesis control, you just hit C a bunch of fucking times. Yeah. and. All he does is like whip his tail and kick and bite and shit. So, oh yeah. my god! All right, I'm gonna stop for a second. This might this picture might redeem the internet for every trouble it has. It might redeem the fucking world. Just this one picture. It's this website called wtfunfact.com. What? Where are we going with this? You're jumping all over the map. It, there's a picture. There's just like weird little fun facts, and this fun fact is when a seal. Uh, in Japan, was given a stuffed mini version of itself. It hugged the toy so close to its heart and gave it a piggyback ride. I'm going to show you this picture. This fucking redeems the internet, dude. Look at that. It redeems Aww. everything in the world. <laughs> Look at that thing. Well, now we got it. But, but people can't see this. Adam. I know. I'm going to post I'll post a picture of it okay. whenever we upload it. Like, just look up wtffunfact.com it's fun fact number 7135 it is without a doubt like i don't even want to do the show i just want to look at a picture of the seal okay you do that because i'll get back on the beer of the yeah, show Yeah, sorry um, about that yeah so it's a pale ale adam and i know you're not crazy about hoppy beers this one's a little bit hoppy God, I still can't get over the top of this beer though. I know. That's really going to score some extra points it for me. It might actually like Um <clears throat> Did you know that the cardinal was a red bird? You know what? <laughs> we talked about this before we were recording. <laughs> I, I don't want to make you look stupid, I, but I was uh, that's fine. I was under the understanding that the robin was red. <clears throat> False. False. The robin is a brown is bird. A, you people on the internet world, don't laugh at me. You know, you know damn well you thought that too. Don't laugh at me. The robin is a brown bird with like a burnt rust, orangey breast, whereas the cardinal—I should say—the male cardinal is all red from head to toe. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some red birds, and I was like, oh, look, that's a robin. Oh, that's cool. I think I got my knowledge from Batman. That's where I think I got my knowledge because Robin's got like. He's got like a red, yeah, like red, yellow red in and his suit, but it's like yellow, green, and red. And, and I got like red, and a I'm green like, speedo. And then, I, and then I watched Batman Forever, and like it, a lot of it was red, and he had like the red helmet and shit like that. That was a Alfred was like, it's a oh a Robin and shit like fuck Alfred. He taught us wrong. He taught us kids wrong. That bitch. He deserved to die from McGregor syndrome. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, he's old. It's fine. Okay. So the Cardinal Pale Ale with a really fun top is the beer of the show. I'll go first this time. Go ahead. I will go first this time. Um, I like pale ales. They're one of my favorite in the ale family. Um, This 
it's kind of just, yeah, it's good. It's good. It doesn't have that wow factor that you are especially looking for, but I kind of yeah, look trademark. forward to it. That's trademark. Um, the can itself, and I'm sure when you post pictures at the top, you'll get a picture of the can too. It's kind of busy. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So I'm going to give it a three out of five. That's what I'm okay. going to give it. Yes. Go ahead, my friend. Um, <clears throat> It's a very light beer. It's not dark, not heavy. <clears throat> um, never been a biggest fan of pale ales. I don't have a problem with them. Um, not really my up there kind of beer that I like to drink. Um, I like, 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 like you said, the can gives it bonus points. Mm-hmm. The can, the uniqueness of the can, the pull top off of it. I'm trying to, I'm right now, I'm just trying to figure out what prov- uh, provoked them to make a can like that, to make a can open like that. I mean, it's unique, but it's, it's, it's still weird at the same time. Um, doesn't taste very strong. I would have to give Cardinal Pale Ale. 3.5. I'll give it a 3.5. Like I said, a lot of bonus points for the can. I agree. The beer isn't bad, but a lot of bonus points for the can. Yeah, the can's can's definitely pretty gnarly. Definitely gnarly out there. I feel like so. we're reading the can and not the beer. That's okay. That's okay. They they went all in on It's like they could the... piss in the can and be like, hey, look, but look at the can. They went all in manufacturing the can. They did. So, so what an interesting start to the show, Adam. It is. We kind of just... Fun fact number 7129. I don't know how true this is, so scientists, you can fact check me. The ocean holds enough uranium to power the planet for 10,000 years. Get that brain box thinking. I don't know. Okay. I'm just here to give you the information. You tell me if I'm wrong or not. That's all. Fun fact. Isn't isn't that how how the government works these days? No. I'm not answering that. (laughs) That's right. It's Lent. That's it's right. Lent still. Yes. I got to provoke you a little bit. Anyway, so, so yeah, what's new, my friend? What's new? Um, Fun facts, huh? I watched a movie recently. Purple cow videos. <coughs> moo moo movies. Moo moo movies. I don't even know what that is. What is that? That used to be a uh, video rental place down in downtown Sharon. I used to rent there when I was a kid. And it was called Purple Cow Videos. And they had a legitimate purple cow on their sign. And they had some commercials and they had a little jingle. And the little jingle went, Purple Cow Videos. Was that like in a grocery store? Movies. No, it was its own independent place. That sounds like one of those things where it's like, it exists. Well, I mean, there's a lot of independent places like Walmart these days. Super centers, they have those those little store uh, places where people can like barbershops, like you can rent it out uh, to put stuff in there. Like, what is it? Is it Pizza Joe's a thing in there? Is it Pizza Joe's? Papa or John's. Or is it Pop, Papa John's? Okay. But, uh, yeah. Um, no, yeah. it was its own independent place. It was during the heyday of movie rental places. You know, when Hollywood video and blockbusters and family videos were everywhere. And there was the little mom and pop ones on every corner. I, I'm a huge... I love renting videos. I love renting videos. It's it's you like my it. thing. I still do it. <laughs> Everybody's all streaming and Netflixing and Redboxing, and I'm like, fuck all that. It's it, people like you that hold us in the past, Scott. You know, 
You are get in your the car, back. drive to your local video store, go in and just walk and peruse the aisles. You can <clears throat> physically touch and pick up a box. Exactly. And physically and- touch a box that about a hundred other people have touched and they've sneezed on and licked and all this other shit. If you don't in- introduce your body <laughs> into that, then you never have the the enzymes to fight that stuff off. You don't you don't get the. So then why don't we just infect everybody with AIDS and cancer and shit? Now come on, I mean that's just nonsense. <laughs> Talk about that stuff. So what movie did you watch? I watched Arrival. Oh, I finally got around to watching Arrival. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no, you it haven't. looked good. Um, I actually, I brought the Blu-ray with me, and I'm going to loan it to you so you can watch it. I think it's a oh, movie good. you'll like. I think I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a movie you'll enjoy. Um, I'm going to talk about it, but I'm not going to spoil anything, obviously. I'm not that kind of man. I don't like doing that. Um, it stars Amy Adams and Jan- uh, Jeremy Renner and an old friend Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker is in the movie Oh, Forrest as well. Whitaker and his Forrest Whitaker eye. Yeah, yeah, Forrest Whitaker eye. He's in there, too. Um... You like Amy Adams. You have a thing for redheads. I do. I got. A, I, I do get a thing for redheads. I, I just told you that, and you're using that against me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, it's a really good movie, in yeah. my opinion. Um, it's not your normal alien sci-fi kind of movie. It's like oh, like Independence Day, where the aliens come down, and you know they. You know, misunderstanding happens, and somebody throws like a white dove in the air, and the aliens freak out. And, like Mars attacks. Yeah, like Mars attacks. Fucking great. Yeah, and they freak out, and they freak. Which, all right, Mars attacks. I'm gonna we're segue. Going, we're going down that rabbit hole. Okay. I'm segueing real quick before I finish talking about Arrival. Was it their intention from the beginning to take over the planet, or did the dove actually fuck things up? No, the dove didn't fuck things up. It was always their intention. They just needed that little spark, and they were just preying off of well, if you, how stupid humans were. If you think about it, like based on like the way the camera was whenever the dove was flying in the air, it seemed like the aliens, like they were talking to the dude that was in charge of first contact, and um, he was shaking the you know they were shaking their hands, and they were, they were like you know greeting each other and. All this other bullshit. It seemed like everything was going hunky dory, and then the second that dove flies through the air, there's a close-up shot on the alien leader, and there's just this sense of dread that comes over the alien's face. So that's what it always confused me about: was it really a misunderstanding that led to the alien saying, "Fuck this planet, we're done with them, let's kill them all," or was it just from the beginning? Just that one scene of sense of dread when he's like, "Uh, uh, 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 uh bam." Yeah. No. Because you saw later on in the movie, like when the president of France, he called uh, uh, President Jack Nicholas. He called him Jack later. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, right? Not the golfer. Excuse me. Yes. Jack Nicholson. I haven't seen that movie in ages. It was Jack Nicholson, right? Yeah. He was the president in that movie. Yeah. Who was Pierce Brosnan? He was in it too. He was like a scientist. He was okay. like he was like a Neil deGrasse Tyson type character. Okay, so. All right, oh, my memory. Didn't the president of France like call him yeah. and say I got to meet? Like, and then they fucking like, killed him. He's like, I got to meet it. But this this was after the misunderstanding happened, though. That's my thing. 
Like that that whole yes, meeting. They kept took... doing it. It but, was it was comedy. Adam. I know. It showed I, how I know. Stupid they are. I know. I'm just saying. Like that. Like all those things. Like those misunderstandings. Like oh, the French president called and they killed the French president and you know decimated France. Like that all. T- all that took place after the dove scene. So that's why I I don't know. Maybe we should just kill doves at this <laughs> point. Like maybe that's a sign. What is it with you tonight? You're just going. Look, death I'm, and destruction. I'm just throwing a theory out there okay if somebody else decides to take something with it and do something with it that's not my problem i can't be held accountable for that so anyway anyway rival arrival yes i want to hear about it is a very very good movie it's it's a thinker movie it's one of those kind of movies it's where a stinker thinker thinker there's no s in that word no it's one of those kind of movies where you have to itch i don't i don't want to say it challenges you but it makes you really think about like what's going on, what is actually going on, what are these beings, what is the situation, what is this mystery? Like it's it's almost like a mystery sci-fi kind of movie. Hmm. I mean, it's more about like it's not so much about like lasers and you know battles. It's more about what do you have against lasers? I mean, they're like the worst thing to happen to humanity since not sliced bread. Fair so, enough. So, no, um, it's it's a lot about language because the movie is about linguistics. Yeah, the movie is mainly about them trying to understand the language of these aliens so they can communicate. And there's like a big mystery like, OK, how do we understand language? Like, what is their language about? Like, what are they trying to say? How can we make sure that we can communicate with them without causing a misunderstanding like the white dove scene? Like Mars Attacks. I exactly. like it. Okay. Exactly. So there's there's this whole thing. And one of the things I don't think, they don't really show you in the trailer, but one of the things in the movie, and it's not really a spoiler, but there's not just one ship. There's like 12 different ships that have come down over like 12 different countries. And so there's multiple different organizations trying to do the same thing. And there, there's other countries like China, Saudi Arabia. I think I think it was Saudi Arabia, England, um, all these other different countries somewhere in South America. Like all these different countries that are doing the same thing. They're they've got their people and they're trying to figure out the language. They're trying to communicate, and it's. I guess you could say it's almost like a race, but not really. Like there's no tension involved, like with that. It's 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 it challenges your brain. Now the movie's really good. But you get about 85, 90% of the way to, through the movie, something happens where you figure out what's going on and your fucking brain explodes, Scott. My brain. So this is a twist? It's not a twist. It's just once you figure out what's going on and what the mystery is and you figure out the answer to it, once the movie tells you, your fucking brain explodes. You're just like, I was like, holy fucking shit, that's that? Is that what's going on? Like, seriously? Like my brain blew up for like about like two minutes. Just tried like I spent like the rest of like the next hour after the movie was done just thinking about the end of the movie. Like so, wait, this and that, and this and that thing, and this is what's going on now. Like holy shit! Like it is like an ultimate thinker of a movie. Huh? Like it's I don't want to give it so much hype to say oh you know it's really good because there's some people that didn't like it, and that's fair enough. If you didn't like it, that's fine. Um, it's not your normal alien movie. Don't expect anything like that, but it's really, really, really fucking good. It's a really good flick. Huh. I haven't had a movie give me like the thinks that much yeah. since probably Inception, since the end of Inception, when I was just like, 
what the fuck? Is, yeah. he, is he out? Is he in? What, what's going on? Yeah. And and that movie, I really like Inception for that reason. Just I'm, the end really got me. So I hope it's something like that. I, I won't spoil it for you. It's not so much the end gives you a mystery to think about. It's more like the end solves a mystery and you have to think about the rest of the movie that you just watched and be like, so wait, this happened then and this is what's going on now. Like, I understand everything now. So it's really good. I'm a fan. I liked it. It made it on the Oscars uh, nomination for Best Picture last year and it well-deserved the nomination. I don't know if it well-deserved to win, but it definitely deserved the nomination. Well, it didn't win. No, it didn't. That's what I heard, at least. Yeah. I missed the Oscars. This is like my first year in a long time. I was actually driving home from Nebraska when the Oscars were on, and I really missed it. It's a shame, because I love the Oscars. I enjoy it. I don't. I'm not a fan of the Oscars. I was on an episode of Movie Guys podcast recently, and they were covering the Oscars. Oh, I, yeah? It, it was before the Oscars, and they were ta- just basically predictions, talking about who they thought was going to win, what, what it's all about. And, yeah, I was on an episode there. It's amazing how I was on there, considering the fact that I didn't watch any of the movies that were on the list, and I knew nothing about any of that, and I don't even like the Oscars to begin with. But we had a nice, good conversation, I think. Well, we'll have to post a link to that show in uh, on our social media Definitely. accounts, so people can check it out. I haven't listened to it yet. I'd like to, like to hear your work. So Yeah. Um, I saw another movie. Another movie I saw yesterday. And I wholeheartedly yesterday, as we're recording this. Yes, as okay. we're recording this. Yesterday I saw this. I wholeheartedly want you to see this movie so badly. I saw Logan. Mm. I saw Logan. Old Man Logan, Weapon X. And I feel like I could talk about the movie without spoiling it. Because we all know about the X-Men, we all know about Wolverine. I, yeah. So that's I'm true. not gonna and like I said, I'm not gonna spoil anything. But this movie lives up to the hype. You like it, it that much? It, I love this movie. I'm probably my mother wants to go see it. And my sister, so most likely Monday, for Movie Monday, we're going to go see it again. Or I'm going to go see it again with them, because they want to see it. Um, fantastic fucking movie. Fantastic movie. Patrick Stewart's in it as Xavier again. He's great in it. We got, obviously, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And the actress who plays X-23, the little girl, she's fucking amazing, too. She is one of the most badass kids I've seen in a long fucking time. She is hardcore to the she, she hard just harden the paint, harden the fucking paint, dude. Like seriously. Um, <clears throat> now we had mentioned before, it's loosely based off the old man Logan comic book. Right. They um, couldn't do an exact copy of it because some parts owned by Fox, some parts owned by Disney. Yeah. So. And I had recently read a f- month ago or something like that the old man. Logan Comic. I don't know if you read it or read any of it. At I'm all. familiar with it. I haven't read it cover to cover, but I'm familiar. Well, like if, for those of you that aren't, the Hulks play a big role in yes. it, especially Bruce Banner. Um, it's surprising. Obviously, there's no Hulk in this. It's surprising how. Uh, and no Hawkeye either. No, there's no Hawkeye. Obviously, does Professor Xavier kind of take <laughs> over as the Hawkeye role? Not really. Not really? Okay. Not really, no. Because in the comic book, Hawkeye was like this 
you know, sarcastic, witty individual and joking around and stuff like Which that. Which he kind of is. Logan's yeah, that's kind of his. Xavier's not really that. He's he's no. kind of playing a bit of a mentor-ish like he usually does. Um, but it's it's freaky how well the movie and the comics compare to each other. There's there's a lot of similarities. That's the word I was looking for. There's a lot of similarities between the movie and the comic books, despite the fact that the movies don't exist in the Marvel Universe. Here's a question I have. The journey that they take, is it the same journey as the as they no. do in the Okay. No. But it's they not do the take same journey. but they do take a journey. Bit of a road trip. Bit of a road bit trip. Bit of a road trip. So here's a fun thing. I think it was Hugh Jackman. He tweeted a poster or a map. Maybe this has relevance in the movie. I haven't seen Logan yet. But it was it was a funny, like, it was like a map of, like, the central United States, like, the west central United States. And they were, like, traveling south, almost to Texas. It started up in, like, the Dakotas. Yeah. You know what I mean? It went down. And there was, like, different cities along the way. So he tweeted this. And people went crazy. They thought, oh, my gosh. You know, Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman are doing a tour, a speaking tour on that route and they're stopping in like Santa Fe, New Mexico and Tulsa, Oklahoma and Topeka, Kansas. And they're gonna, And the, people are like, Oh my gosh, where are you speaking? Where are we going to come see you? Like people went crazy to the point where I think it was Fox had to release a statement saying, guys, no, no, that's, that's has to do with the movie. Hugh Jackman will not be doing any traveling promotion or anything of that nature. And it was just really funny how ignorant the people yeah. were. I haven't read the comics. I haven't seen the movie. But even I knew. Because when you look closely at the map, they were listed as like different territories. Yeah. And like I'm like, okay, so this isn't where they're going. And I thought it was fun, a fun story. Yeah. It's 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 not it's it's like I said, it's a bit road trippy. Um it doesn't go to the extent of the comic book. Really, like, if the comic book went from, like, one side of the country to the other. Okay. That's how the comic book went. It doesn't really go that far. Um, but it, it's a bit of a road trip. It's well fucking worth the watch. It might be. It is the greatest Wolverine movie that's come out. Really? Greatest. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, Wolverine Origins sucked. And Wolverine was good. It's way better. Way fucking better than Wolverine. And honestly. The Wolverine, you mean. On, yes, the, the Wolverine. And honestly, it might be. The best X Men. Even bold. even that's the, bold. Even though there's like even though it's not an X Men movie, it might be like just if based you hold on the writing. Side by side with the X Men. Yes, it might be like I hands down watch that movie over any other X Men movie, and it might be up there with one of the greatest comic book movies. It's seriously up there with like top five, maybe top three greatest comic book movies I'm to come intrigued. out. Yet. Like that's color and, me and intrigued. And that's just that's just not me saying it. Everybody's saying it. Everybody's saying that. And now, this, is this Hugh Jackman's last time playing Wolverine? Was, I was going to go into that. It's supposed to be his last time playing Wolverine. Um, he also, I, I think I read a story. and Because you can, I mean, even if you're like, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. If for some reason he dies at the end. Don't tell me if he does or if he doesn't. Oh, no. But in comic book land, that is irrelevant. Because how many times has Charles Xavier died and come back and died and come back and alternate timelines and back in time and changed? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't care about that. I just want to know if somehow, some way, 
they'd find another way to bring Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. As far as Hugh Jackman's concerned, I think he's done with it. Okay. He's done with the Wolverine. Um, he In an interview, he uh, talked about the future of the Wolverine, the future of the X-Men, all that other uh, shit. And he said that he hopes the Wolverine continues. Like he said, like they asked him like, how would you feel if they got somebody else to play the Wolverine? Like, how would you feel about that? And he said, I would love it. He's like, I, that character is great. I would love it. If that character continued, even if they had to reboot it, I would love it. If that character continued, um, I, he's like, I, I'd be fine with it. He's like, I, he said, he's quoted saying, I hope other people plan. And he actually named a name. He named maybe Shah Rukh Khan can play him. Shah Rukh Khan? Shah Rukh Khan. I don't know who that was or who that is, but he's apparently known as the king of Bollywood. Um, oh. He's been in over 80 Bollywood films. Um, so that Hugh Jackman named him as like a unique successor to the Wolverine Claws, I guess you would say. Um, producers of Logan said that they would like to bring wolverine back like that they would like to make it so that this is maybe this is hugh jackson's last run as wolverine jackman not jackson, jackson. Did, Samuel I jackson? L. jackson. did i say jackson he did so, it was a slip hugh of the ja- tongue yeah he yes. they said that this is hugh jackman's last role mm-hmm. as wolverine but they would love to continue the character they'd love to bring somebody else on maybe not not right away maybe like a few years down the road or a couple movies later they might bring the wolverine back hmm. like after a while now that once Hugh Jackman kind of like gets out of the limelight a little bit as Wolverine. They might bring him back, but they said they would love to continue him on. And <coughs> I think that'd be great. I think that would be interesting. I guess we talked about before. I think we'd have a hard time seeing another Wolverine without Hugh Jackman, but maybe, maybe a little while down the road, once there's been a few other X-Men movies that come out, maybe bring him back as like a different character or like a different actor um logan made in his first it opened on on friday it made 33.1 million dollars on friday it's expected to make 80 million by the end of the weekend a lot of money it's a lot of money so they they did something right they were doing something good i like i would like to see it this is something i didn't know and i guess it makes total sense Patrick Stewart was apparently not supposed to play Xavier anymore after this movie because, like, I think they're rolling with the they, the uh, other crew that are now Michael Fassbender and his crew and like the, the that whole cast. Yeah, Michael Fassbender was playing Magneto. Yeah. What's that? I can't never remember that guy's name who played James McAvoy. Is that it? Yeah, James, James McAvoy. And it was something like that. I never remember his name. He's a good actor. I like him. He's a really good actor. I he was in an Pesci was in an interview and I think somebody asked him, like, would you ever do Xavier again? And you know what his response was? No. I would do Xavier only under one condition. Is if I can do a Xavier Deadpool crossover movie. Where they where Deadpool and Xavier are in, are in the same movie. He said that would be so the So he only- said this after Logan? I think it was after they got done filming. I think it was it obviously it was before the movie came out, but it was after it got filmed. He wow. said, he said, like, I would do it. I would do it again, but only if Deadpool can be part of it. Like, he's got a lot of respect for that character, too. He's got a lot. He actually has a lot of respect for Ryan Reynolds and uh, the, him playing Deadpool. He's like, I would love it if there was like a Deadpool Xavier like crossover. They were in the same movie. That's interesting. 
I did notice that there was uh was it an after credits for Logan involving Deadpool? It was a before credits. There a before are credits. there are no after credits for Logan. So there is a before credits and it is Deadpool. It's like a, it's a teaser for Deadpool 2 essentially. So and it's Deadpool walking down the street, some dude's getting mugged and he's like not in my city motherfucker and he goes running to a phone booth of all things to get a suit on. And it goes for like two minutes of him struggling, trying to get a suit on. And there's yelling in the background. bare ass pressed hams <laughs> up against the phone booth. And all the while you're hearing the background, like the mugger and the old man, they're just yelling at each other. And the woman's like, somebody help me, please. Somebody Can help me. Can anybody hear me? Somebody, please. Yeah. <laughs> and all the while, the music that's playing is the old Superman music when he would jump into the phone booth and change it as costume. It is, it is hilarious. It is great. <clears throat> And of course, in you know, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for you, you know, what happens to it, but I mean, it's a Deadpool teaser, so you can probably guess what happens at the end of that. It's it's great. It's fucking great. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. So <coughs> I strongly suggest you see the movie. It is worth what it might you know what? I, I strongly suggest you see Rogue One. Way better than Rogue One. Way better than Rogue One. So it's a very nice. The movie earns its R rated, R rating too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It becomes abundantly clear within the first like five minutes of the movie. Like this is a fucking R rated movie. That's the way that things are going now. I mean, maybe not so much Disney, <coughs> Disney Marvel, but you saw it with Deadpool and how well it worked. I guess you're seeing now with Logan that R rated superhero films are the way to go, and you 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 don't think about that because in the past superhero films comic booky they were always geared toward teenagers and, and tweens and certain young adults but now those people they're older adam yeah there are 16 17 what what do you have to be 17 to be a raw rated movie i thought it was 18 no i think it's 17 is it well regardless the people who grew up with this stuff they're over 17 and 18 years old now they're in their 20s yeah so they can make this movie R, and these people who watched Superman, who watched, who watched Batman, who watched Tim Burton's '89 Batman, who grew up with you know the first Iron Man movie or the first X Men movie, who loved it. Guess what they're gonna do now? They're gonna go see a rated R movie because yeah. they're adults I mean, now. If you read those comic books, like I started reading X Men recently, there's some violent comic books. There's a lot of violence in those movies. There's a lot of lot of uh, killing and all this other kind of stuff that occurs in those. Co- maybe not so much like hard. Some of them do, but maybe a lot of them don't have so much hardcore blood and gore. But there's a lot of violence in those movies. So I think people were like, more people have said that they want their superhero movies to be R-rated. Like a lot of these movies. Maybe not so much Captain America, but like the X-Men, Wolverines, the Deadpools. They want, them, they want those kind of ones to be like, we want it R-rated. Like we want it to be hardcore. So, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So I was thinking about something, Adam. I wanted to try something a little bit different. I was thinking about music. Music. Do you like music? You know, I would say no as a joke, but let's be honest. Who doesn't like music? I mean, everybody has different tastes in music. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't think I've ever met anybody that's like, I fucking hate that music stuff. Like, yeah. that's, that's just a fad that's just, it's not going to last. So, I was trying to come up with a list, because you know me and my list making. Oh, yeah. 
of your favorite albums when you were young. Almost like albums that had a lasting impression on you in like your teens or when you were in high school or even before high school, junior high. And I know you and I are different ages, so and we have different tastes in music. So I, I wanted you to come up with your list and This is one of those lists, those few and rare lists that I think we're gonna have fairly different, almost completely different choices. Like, I think honestly. so too. I think so too. That's okay. That's that's fine. Um It's not okay, Scott. You have to think like me, okay? I'm the right one in this world. Do you want to go first, or would you like me to? You know to? what? I would like you to go first. Okay, I can do that. Um, so I was racking my brain. Did you put them, before we start, did you put them in any particular order? No or did particular you just, order. Okay, just, neither did I. So. When they came to me, I'm like, I really like that one. I'm going to put it down. I came up with, how, how many did you come up with? Oh, boy. Um, I came up with about... Like 11, but somewhere between like 11 and 15. Okay, mine's like something between like there that. too. Something okay. like that. Good. We're on the same page there. All right. So here's here's a few that I just jotted down. My first one I have is a little bit before my time. Um, it came out in the 80s, but I listened to it a lot in high school. I had a f- good friend who was obsessed with these guys. I always liked them. But I didn't really love them until my buddy like got me into them even more. And this album is great. To this day, great. I have Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Such a good, good album. I'm going to preface this by saying I am not a man that knows a lot of music albums. So for me to react, you're going to have to give me a couple songs from said album I so mean, that I can... It's it's their... Uh, November Rain, Sweet Child of Mine, okay, Welcome okay, to the Jungle. That's all, that's all I needed. Okay. okay, it's it's their Wow, Sweet Child of Mine. Yes, it's all it's amongst many others. There's a, there's a whole I can listen to that album straight through. That's one that's one thing you'll get. These are albums that I could listen to from start to finish. I was a big music fan in the heyday of CD disc, compact discs. You ever hear of them, Adam? I've I've heard a rumor that those Compact things are a discs. thing. I used to buy them, and I had I had a vast collection of CDs, and there were certain CDs I would buy, that you know maybe there was a couple singles from it, and a few other ones I liked, but I'd skip around. To be on this list for me, you have to be an album that I could stick in, press play, and never have to change a song. So that's one for me: Guns and Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Let's go every other one. Okay. Let's go every other one. Um, my list. Let me explain my list. Okay. For a second, it's it's weird. It's gonna be one of those weird kind of lists. It's very different for you. Um, when I made my list, <clears throat> you told me to make a list about albums that influenced me when I was a teenager. Okay. Things that things that I liked when I was a teenager, and that's kind of what I built off of. Um, they aren't necessarily albums I like today. They aren't. I, I, I have a couple that, yes, I'm with you on that. I, I have at least one, maybe two. To be honest with you, there's a lot of these I just don't listen to, period. Like, I stopped listening to them a long time ago, and I will probably never listen to them again. Um, 
I was really into the indie rock scene. Okay. And a little bit of punk rock and things like that. Okay. Like that's alternative fair. rock, maybe a little bit of heavy metal every now and then. But that's just that's kind of the kind of stuff I was into. Um, I guess the first one that I'll throw on my list is an artist that only had one album under their belt. And back in the day, it was a, I say back in the day, back when I was a kid, it was a really unique album. Um, <clears throat> the artist is named Dropping Daylight probably never heard of him i haven't no no and the album was called brace yourself that's what the album was called and what was really what really attracted me to this band and this album was the fact that and it's not like it's the first time it's ever been done but they seem to blend the kind of indie rock that i really liked all indie alternative rock with like a lot of piano like there was a piano player in there and it was very very fast-paced piano like really really cool shit and i've actually recently re-listened to like a couple of songs like yeah i remember them like let me re-listen a couple of songs not as great as i remember them because i was a dumb stupid dumb kid and it doesn't like i think it's mainly like the person who does the singing like doesn't really flow well with the rest of the music mm-hmm. but that would probably be what i would throw on the first one that i would name um check them out i mean you know they're they're never gonna make music again probably but they had like a one hit uh album kind of thing in the indie rock community very good this next one will come at no surprise because this is this is an artist who is he is my all-time favorite entertainer i know you're gonna say across the board loved him back then still love him to this day borderline obsessed have so much of his work love it but my next one on my list is Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefers, Songs You Know by Heart. And this is the album that had Margaritaville, Cheeseburger in Paradise, Changes in Latitude, Changes in Attitude, A Pirate Looks at 40, Son of a Son of a Sailor. This is a great album. Great. And you know how I have a thing for Jimmy Buffett. I go to his concert every year. I'm the biggest fan. I love love jimmy buffett it's it's so fun so yes jimmy buffett songs you know by heart is my next one fair enough Mm -hmm. Uh, my next one and pretty much all my albums fall under the same category of when you learn about a new album and you learn about a new artist a lot of times it's influenced by the people around you friends family shit Mm -hmm. like that bear this in mind when you hear my list Pretty much every album that I list is an album that my mother was listening to at the time. And I was listening to she, and we would listen to it in the car and I'd really like it. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to rip that disc on my, you know, laptop because that was a thing back then. Yeah. And make a uh, burn CD of it. The next one is going to be a band that I've heard throughout my entire childhood. Corn. Remember Corn? I do remember, remember Corn. The album is Follow the Leader um i've got every it's one of those kind of bands i never listen to anymore and if i ever heard a song from them i'd probably have memories from my childhood because that's like one of those kind of cds that would always be popped into the cd player when you're driving down the road mm-hmm. um yeah it's it it's it's under like the new metal category but new is spelled n-u i never knew that so corn i i was a fan you were? I was a fan, yes. A little surprised. You don't seem like a corn fan. Just wait. Just wait. Okay. So, 
My next one on my list, and I'm not going to skip out of any order. That would be that would be cheating. The next one I have on my list: Bob Marley and the Whalers, legend. And again, this was before my time, but listen to it later on in life in high school. Love it. I think Bob Marley is one of those kind of artists that can transcend. Love. Time. I love reggae. I am a big <clears throat> reggae fan. This had. Uh, this had jamming, three little birds. I shot the sheriff. This is a great album. Love it. Love it so much. It's a chill album. It's like a. It's an album you put on, throw back some beers, smoke a little pot, just in just chill. I love it. Love it. Bob Marley and the Whalers. Um, okay. My next one, uh, I guess would be Incubus. Remember Incubus? I do. Yeah. Make Incubus. Yourself would be the album. Was this was one with Drive? <laughs> yeah. Pardon me. Yeah. That, that, Pardon that song. me. Yeah. Yeah. It was It was that one. Okay. That, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> when I made this list, I have an old CD case in my room. Okay. And I pulled that out and I'm like, let me just go through first the CDs that I have in here uh-huh. and see. And that was one of the CDs that was in there. Um, yeah. I listened to that all the time when I was a, when I was a teenager. I like them. I I I never owned any of their CDs, but like the song, the, those are the two that come into my head. I'm sure there's more of them. Yeah, but the song "Pardon Me" by Incubus. Yeah. And the song "Drive" by Incubus, which I can't even remember how "Drive" went. I I can't either right now. I'm on the spot. I just remembering those two songs back in the. Do you remember Napster? Yeah. I never I was, used it. Oh my god, I was a big Napster. I was an advocate. I napstered so much stuff to the point where I should probably be still in jail. That was incredibly illegal. I napstered my brains out. I was out. a huge pirate. I napstered my brains out. I, I entered the pirating world when LimeWire was big. That's I, that's. I moved on from Napster once they shut it down to Bear Share, and then I went on to LimeWire, and I may or may not still use. <clears throat> Like a, I don't know, a YouTube converter, but whatever. That's, we're not going to go there. Um, but yes, I remember my Napster having both of those songs by Incubus, Pardon Me and Drive. Only those two. I didn't have like their whole album or anything, but I liked those two songs by them. So that's, that's not a bad one. Okay, my next one's going to be a little bit outside the box. You might give me a funny look for this one, but it's really a good album. And I can listen to it start to finish. More of a pop, more of a poppy. Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill. No, I, I'm not going to give you a dirty look. It's a that. good CD. I could see you listening. It had that. ironic, you learn, Isn't it you ironic? ought to know, one hand in my pocket. It was a really good album. It's like rain. I, her vocals were unique. She. My mother was super into those like... Those those kind of like girl, it's not Lilith, really, Lilith it's, Fair music. It's, yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. really girl power music, but it's like you kind know, of is, kind it's, of is. It's yeah. like women empowerment music is yes. what it mostly is. She was really into those, and she, she still is to a certain extent. But yeah, I like Alanis Morissette, and that album especially, Jagged Little Pill, <laughs> start to finish, could listen to it all the way through. Yeah, she really hasn't captured that lighting in a bottle again. She's had a few 
songs here and there come out that I've liked, but not an album like that. But that definitely had an influence on me. I loved it. Still like a lot of those songs. So Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill is my next one. Okay, my next one. Um, bear in mind, unlike you, I'm not a man that knows a lot. Like I said, I'm not a man that knows a lot of albums. So a lot of my songs, I, I use it by like the songs I used to listen. So I, I would listen to a group of songs by the same artist and they would just so happen to be on said album. Okay. But I never actually had the album and never listened to it. But I, I'm still counting that in things. Yeah, so, absolutely. And that is included in my next pick, which is The Killers. The album is Hot Fuss. Okay. Which is the one that had Mr. Brightside. Bright, Brightside, Somebody Told Me, those, somebody co- those told songs. Me. That was my, like, I, I still like The Killers right now. And that was my first foray into, like, I guess you would say artsy kind of music. That kind because, of is, yeah. Because, like, every artist in the world loves The that's Killers. Kind of like, that's kind of like indie rock. It's kind of like hipster music. It is. Yeah. Which I, I was down with that. That's it, cool. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give it that. But that's that's that would be another one I listen to all the time. Yeah, they came. They became mainstream after that album. That album made those guys a ton of money. Oh yeah. And those songs, those two you just mentioned right there, most uh, famous probably. There, somebody told me and uh, Mr. Brightside. They, I know they had more hits off that album too, but those two right there, you couldn't turn on the top forty radio stations and not hear them. Oh no. They were just blasted out of your car radio. They were so. I, I dare I say overplayed. They might have been overplayed, they, but that's okay. They were. That's okay. Okay, so my next pick is getting into Malank. This is getting into me. <laughs> Adam, you know me. What would you say my favorite genre of music is? And there's a right wrong answer. I um, have one type of music <clears throat> that is my favorite. I would say hip-hop rap. And you would be yeah. 100% right. Hip-hop is my favorite. I've always I've I, always loved it. I bear in mind, I, lo- I usually lump hip-hop and rap kind of in the same category. Mm-hmm. So, yes. but yeah. No, that's fine. They are. They are. Yes, hip-hop and rap. I would, too. I would, too, for the most part. And my next couple picks are probably going to be in that genre. The next one I have is Dr. Dre, The Chronic <laughs> 2001. The, the follow-up album to Dr. Dre's chronic i liked the chronic 2001 it came out when i was in high school this had this had still dre and it had forgot about dre which was featured yeah. eminem man i could i could rap the shit out of that song dude <laughs> dude don't even every test now me that with I that. To to song. Every now I, then. I could kill that song i could throw that album was fire oh man Oh man, that was a good one. So yes, the Doctor Doctor Dre, the Chronic, two thousand one, next on my list. All right. Um, if you're gonna go in the foray of hip hop and rap, yes. I'm I'm gonna join you there for okay. my next one. Cool. Um, this is another one of those child, old, you know, those old childhood uh, albums that we listened to in the car rides to the restaurant, and you know, as we took rides through the country and. And we went to the back roads and just saw the sights. My next pick is DMX. Oh. And the album is It's Dark and Hell is Hot. It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Yes. That's a good... You know what? Kristen, my wife, loved that, that album. So Get did at me, dog! My mother loved that album. Oh, so, man. Yeah. Uh, 
Something yeah. about DMX's real raspy voice, like Rados. It was between that and um, what was the one called? And then there was X. Is that the one that had Party Up? Yeah. Yeah. It it was between those two ones, but yeah, I I gave it to uh, It's Hot and or it's it blah 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 blah. blah. I got blood on my hands. I feel no remorse. I got blood on my dick because I fucked a corpse. (laughs) Get at me, dog. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, man. That's. That, that yeah, that's, that's that made me smile. That's got that, my that's got my childhood written all that over it. That pick made me smile. Good work with that. <laughs> all right, my next pick. I'm gonna stay in the hip hop rap category, kind of. I guess loosely. This is more of like experimental hip hop, real old school style, real b boy. I love these guys. I've seen them in concert twice. They don't tour as often as they used to. And I don't even know if if they're that popular. But I love the Jurassic 5 quality control. Really? Yes. Now, they were a group. They had, like, like just a whole bunch of MCs on stage. They had two DJs, DJ Newmark and Cut Chemist. Two DJ, it just made a really cool sound having two DJs spinning at the same time. It was really unique, really, and they're oh, they were just so great, so great. It had uh, quality control, had the wonderful world of entertainment, had the influence, just a whole bunch of really old school sounding classic rappers, and I love Jurassic Five. There was a lot of albums. I had just about all of their albums, but this one I think was my favorite. So. Quality control by the Jurassic Five. Okay. Um, my next pick probably gonna be a little bit out there. Not it may not be really out there, but it's another one of those real, real indie punk bands, mm-hmm. I guess is what you would say. And the album that I listened most of the music from was an album that came out the year I graduated high school. Okay. So technically I was still a teenager. Technically I was still, you know, a teen. That's fine. Um yeah. but I would have to say I listened to a good amount of music from Paramore. Oh, the album. Did you the see album them in Riot. concert? No, I did not. I saw oh. Coheed and Cambria in concert. Oh, um, oh, you went to Paramore. No. I know our friends Laura and G are big, big, big. Yeah. I thought they went to show. I thought you went with yeah. them. No, but. I I didn't even know they went to a show. Um, no, I not really anybody I would really love to see in a uh, concert. But I do remember that like every time I. Hear us, and I don't hear too many songs from them from off, but whenever I do, I always think about like you know, my teen years, things like that, and late high school, uh, right after high school. It, it kind of brings a few memories back, and it's pretty cool. They're actually a lot better than I remember them. They're still a pretty decent band. I isn't the lead singer a female? Yeah, she's a she's a really bright redheaded female. Oh, so. there we go. The plot thickens. Okay. Is her name Amy Lee? Uh, because there's a the saxophone player in the Coral Reefers with Jimmy Buffett. Her name is also Amy Lee, and I think I had this conversation with somebody who's a big Paramore fan. I gotta be honest, I'm not crazy about Paramore. I respect your pick. I never really loved them, never really got into them, but had a lot of friends that were. <laughs> so if that's really her name, I'm gonna be very excited with myself. No, her name is Haley Williams. Okay, see, I'm wrong. Yes, so wrong. 
Um, yeah, that that would be my next pick. Yeah. Okay. On to me then. Hmm. Now I'm gonna break the mold here. I'm gonna do something. But this, but this album came out in 2002. I was in high school. I was a teenager, so you gotta count it. But I'm kind of cheating a little bit because this artist is big in the 80s from so from before my time. But he released a greatest hits album in 2002. I know, great. You've given me a look like greatest hits. That's cheating. But <laughs> I loved this greatest hits album because this this artist has been around for a long time. So many albums, so many hits that when I was in high school, he released a greatest hits album that compiled all of his best work on one. So I got it and listened to it all the time. And I'm speaking of David Bowie. David Bowie, the best of Bowie, was released in 2002, and it was so great. I love Bowie. I mean, I'm not going to give you shit on your pick or anything, mm-hmm. so. But it's a greatest hit. So yeah, okay. I'm going to say it's, but, it's a greatest hit. But so it like... fits the criteria, so I couldn't let it go. You know what I mean? And I have actually, oh, that might be my only one. I was thinking about other greatest hits, but I hated doing it. But I had to do it for this one because it was just awesome. All right. My next pick is going to be a band falling into that indie rock scene that I've fallen into as a child. Um, probably for years was my f- favorite band of all time. Okay. Um, and... They're not really a good band anymore for the most part, and some would even say they were never really a good band at all. It would have to be Linkin Park. Okay. I was I went down the Linkin Park or okay. Linkin Park rabbit hole back in the day. I want to know which which album you picked. <clears throat> Hybrid Theory, the first one. Okay. I was a bigger fan of the first one. I I really like that one, but Meteora was their second one, and I listened to that one just as much as Hybrid Theory, and. I listened to the shit out of the Jay-Z Linkin Park. That's the one. one. That's the one the, right the, there. The Jay-Z Linkin Park uh, mashup. I listened what was to that album fuck. called? Um, the, it had the Numb Encore remix. Yeah, that was How the greatest fucking great song. That song was so good. I can't remember what the album actually oh. was called. Um, they had a, they, there was like, there was a total like six songs on that album, but that was the only one that really mattered. Oh my gosh. there that's That CD was so good. The Linkin Park, Jay-Z. I got to be honest with you, dude. I wasn't a huge Linkin Park guy either. Not, <laughs> not going to shit I, on your I don't. I don't blame you. I, so. wasn't, I wasn't a big Linkin Park guy. They fit into that rap rock. Like they play rock music while <clears throat> rapping. You know, that was big. That was big for Because well, there was two singers. There was, there was one rapper and one singer is what it was. So, because yeah. the, the was it the main the lead singer couldn't rap and the rapper didn't want to sing, so it was one of those kind of weird things. But well, the album I thought, it, but that's the reason why I liked it so much was because I thought it was a great mashup. Yes, like in the end was one of my favorite songs for the longest time. So, well, that's a good segue to my next my next pick, Adam, <laughs> and I have Jay Z Volume Two. Hard Knock Life. So I have you, which went with Linkin Park. I went with Jay Z. I love Jigga Man. And there was, <laughs> there was so many good albums by him. But I was thinking maybe The Blueprint. I really like the, I really like the Life and Times of Sean Carter. 
but I went with Volume 2 Hard Knock Life. It just, oh, so good. So good. Listen, that's a, that's a CD that I could put on in the car. I remember driving, like, literally and figuratively, big pimping <laughs> to, this, to this album. Like, I just really like Jay-Z a lot. Well, if we're going to go, uh, if you're going to go down the rap route, I'm going to go down the rap route as well. But it's going to be one of those rap routes where you've probably heard of them, but you don't know any of their music. And it's the spinoff of Linkin Park, Fort Minor. Fort Minor? No. Yeah. Um, Remember the name. Yeah. I, they had like one fucking album or whatever. I, I really liked it. It was really fucking pretentious. And like it was an entire album of the dude trying to tell a story, which is fine. But... I just I really Where'd enjoyed you it. Where'd you go? Yeah, I missed you so. That was a gay song. Though. It was a very gay song. I enjoy, <laughs> I, but I enjoyed the song. So you know what are you, what are you gonna do? No, the remember your names. The remember the name song. That was a good. I liked song. that song. That song was like. It was like the only good song in that album. I liked that song. It was almost like a pump you up song. Oh, like yeah. before playing sports or doing something like that, you wanted to listen to that. You get hype listening to that song. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was a spinoff of Linkin Park, so I like had to, I absolutely had to like listen to that, just listen to that album. Yeah. It was one of those ones. Okay, so we haven't had any duplicates, Adam. No, you and I have been, you know, I told you, it's gonna... yeah, you guys have been different until now, Uh-oh. because I have corn follow the leader on my list. When I was in like seventh. Eighth and ninth grade, I kind of had. Would you would you refer to corn as what kind of music? New metal. New metal. Then I had a new metal phase, and you would never would guess that about me. But to this day, I think about that album, and it had some good songs on it. It really had some songs, and when I was in junior high, all of my friends were on the rap hip-hop kick so much so that i try to be different and i think the song got the life by corn came out remember trl carson yeah, daly doing i remember that i i always watched trl with carson daly when i got home from school and the song got the life by corn was always in the top 10 and i really enjoyed it so i went out and got the album and then i got in a kick i wanted to be different from all my friends who listened to rap and hip-hop so i went on to like a metal phase. And then when I got to high school, a lot more people started listening to metal. And I'm like, okay, I got back into hip hop at that time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm just trying to be different. But I, you and I both have corn follow the leader on our list. We should just sit down and jam to this album sometime. I mean, maybe. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But... Or we could do other things that aren't that. Yeah, or we could, like, you know, do something productive, like. Learn a language or <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Um, there's one I just thought of just now. I don't know how I forgot about this one. My next one I'm going to talk about is Country Grammar by Nelly. Oh, I can't believe I forgot about this. Shit. This is a CD I actually own. I had this fucking CD. Like, I can't believe I forgot about it. But yeah, I don't have it anymore but 
Country Garen Vinelli. Is that one you've got? You have that on your what? list? I'm waiting. Okay. Waiting. Um, yeah, like I I've had so many times. I can remember vividly memories of having a Walkman CD player. Oh yeah. And just pop that CD in there and just during car rides just blasting Nelly. Like it was it was great. So I love Nelly. And I almost put Country Grammar on my list because I had it. It was a great album. But let me tell you if you remember this. When when Nelly, that was his first album. Yes. Country Country Grammar came out. After that, he was actually, I don't know if you know this, he was actually in a group. He had a hip-hop group. But when he got signed, the record label says, no, no, no. We don't want them. We only want you. So he kind of like dissed his group by like doing the solo album. But, the, but it was the record label. It wasn't him. So when he made absolutely millions and millions of dollars from Country Grammar, he brought his group back and said, all right, I made you all this money. Now we're doing my group. His group's called the St. Lunatics. Really? Did you ever hear of the St. Lunatics? You know, no, I don't know oh, the St. Lunatics. Nelly, I don't know them. His next album after Country Grammar was with his group, and it was called Free City by the St. Lunatics. Really? Murphy Lee was in it. Nelly, a whole bunch of other guys, so good. Had the Midwest swing. It's a Midwest swing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Was, oh my god. Uh, that that was my shit. So I almost put country grammar on my list, but then I thought about it, I'm like, I think I liked Free City by the Saint Lunatics even more than Country Grammar. So I'm gonna put that on there. So we're we're not that far apart. We're not. We're not that far apart. Um, let's see how close we are on this one. Uh, my next pick is another, uh, bunch of songs that I listened to when I was a kid. Um, never owned the album, but still listen to the music because I am a dirty, dirty Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> dirty pirate. Um, it's, uh, Speaker Box slash The Love Below by Outcast. Outcast. Yes. Love it. Love it. Yes. I had that. It was a double disc. Yeah. They actually, the two members of Outcast are Big Boy, spelled B-O-I, and Andre 3000. And I love Outcast. They've had several albums together. They made that album separate. Speaker Box and The Love Below were like one of them was Andre 3000s and one of them was Big Boys. I think the Love Below had most of the music that I listened to. I didn't really listen to much to too much. From I like the way you move. That was like on. the only one. Yeah. And then there was uh, oh, what was the other one? I think was no Rose. Roses was uh the Love Below. Was it Roses yeah. was on there? Okay, it's a rose. Love, it play on words. Not really, but. So we're not that far apart, Adam. No. Because my next one is Outcast Stankonia. Stankonia yeah. is the album that had I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I am for I real. thought about that one. I really Loved thought it. about that Loved one. Loved it. Yours was very good. But something about double discs, you gotta pay double for them. Well, I didn't pay uh, anything for any well, of that. Well that's so. true. I I did. I had that album. But Stankonia was my, was my favorite, was my favorite Outcast, and I have Outcast Stankonia. Man, we're right, we're real close to each other. We are. Here, we're so. very close to each other. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch. How the, many more do you have? I've got one. 
I've got three. Okay. I'm going to let you do two more. No, actually, take it back. Uh, I'm going to do my one more, but there's another minor list that yeah. I have of, like, I guess you could call honorable mentions, but I'd like to mention them. Okay, go, ahead, um, go for it. But I'll do my last one that on my list. It's going to be completely different from what we've been talking about. Totally off the charter, but not off the charter That's for okay. me at that age. I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed about I have three left. My last two, well, I'm, don't very, be embarrassed. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I haven't been embarrassed about any of mine. I'm embarrassed. So. No, wait, you hear what they are. My last two, I'm very embarrassed of. The next one's okay, but the last two. Is are- it like the Barney theme song? No. Okay. I mean, I have kids. So I can. Not then. Not though. then, I didn't. <laughs> that I knew of. Uh, my next pick would be Breaking Benjamin. Okay. The album Phobia would be probably. I listened to a few of their albums. I still have a few of their albums, but. Phobia probably my favorite among them. Once again, the alt rock, you know, that kind that kind of thing. There was a weren't they pretty heavy though? They were. They had some heavy. They were a bit of heavy metal, but I consider them more alt rock than heavy metal. A mm-hmm. um, little bit. Of, once again, one of those kind of things that had a little bit of piano in some of their music and stuff. I I was going through like a piano phase. Was like I like the sound of this, like mixing it together. But just another one of those. Generic alt rocks. I think they're better than Linkin Park. I consider them way, 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 way better than Linkin Park now, um, but less good than my current favorite band. I guess you'd say Coheed and Cambria. Um, but How come they're not on your list? Because I didn't listen to them as a ch- as a kid. Really, they were I didn't, around, weren't they? I th- I think they had one or two albums out. I can't remember, I but I didn't. Did. I didn't start listening to them until I was like in my early twenties. I think I was in high school, and I really liked that song by them. Uh, bye bye beautiful, yeah, or whatever. I don't even know if that that's what they say in it. It's probably called something. I can't remember the name of it, but but anyway, and I I, I like that song. I wouldn't put their album on here because I didn't have it. If it but was like a all time, they they coding camera would be like my number one top. Like I know fan. you like them. Haven't you seen them? Yeah, that they're. I've only ever been to one concert in my entire life, and that was the one I went to. Okay, so so they're your favorite. Yeah, no, I, I they're cool. They're cool. I just. They're not on my list, so wait, it's my turn now. Yes. Okay, this next one, I'm actually going punk. I'm hitting you with some punk. No, oh, just wait till yes. my honorable mentions. Okay, my punk. I have Blink One Eighty Two, Enema of the State. Blink One Eighty Two. They almost made my list, but I can't. I don't have any fond memories of the music. Like I, to this day, I couldn't name you one Blink One Eighty Two song. To be honest, well, I don't know why either. Yeah, this one has. Um, What's the song? I took her out. It was a Friday night. Yeah, that one. Okay, they had that one. There was there was a song called Adam Song. Adam. Yeah, I did. That this, rings a bell. Yeah. But I I have fond memories of this album because I bought it right before I went on a family vacation, driving to Florida, in the back seat of of our van. So my mom and dad were driving and in the passenger seat. My two younger sisters were in the two next two, like, captain seats, if you will. Probably watching Barney and Winnie the Pooh on the <laughs> DVD player, or VHS player at the time, for crying out loud. And me in the back seat, all to myself, with my CD player Walkman, with the enema of the state that I just bought. Enema, Listen, enema of the state? Enema of the state, yeah. Listen to it for, oh my God, almost the whole ride to Florida. I was so into it. It had just come out around that time. Big fan of of Blink One Eighty Two, Enema of the State. 
Okay. Um, it's an alternative list that I thought of because That's okay. I, Just I carry I, it on. Carry I couldn't on. remember the names of a lot of these punk bands that I listened to in my like late teens to early twenties. Okay. Um, that's the reason why I didn't include in my regular list because some of these are from like the early 20s a little bit. Um, but there's certain ones like Brand New, for example. That was a band I listened to a good amount like when I was going through like my early college phase. Mm-hmm. Like I, that I would add those Our to Our friend Brandon series. is a huge Brand New fan. Yeah. I, I stopped listening to them a long time ago, but there, I, I don't want to say there's anything wrong with them because there's not really anything wrong with them, but... I, I just I just grew up. It's one of those things I I got into for a couple of years and I grew out of it. So I'm happy to say I didn't fall down the good Charlotte uh, train. I'm really happy to say I didn't go good down. Good Charlotte's not on your list. No, I'm happy to say that. Is that on your list? No. Okay, good, okay, good. Okay, but I am to the two. Okay. My ne- my next two I'm embarrassed. Of. My next one kind of goes along lines with the corn uh, Lincoln Park, and I'm very embarrassed at the time I really really liked this group i had a couple of their albums this one was my favorite and now i realize they suck they sucked then and i just didn't know better and i'm talking about the band limp biscuit and i i'm talking about the album three dollar bill y'all oh good grief what was i thinking was it the song blue by them i had a guilty pleasure for that song that really, really sad acoustic song. Like I, I had a guilty pleasure for that song. I really like the uh, George Michael Wham uh, remake they did of the song Faith, where it's just pretty much the same song that George Michael does, except they scream. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I I don't really care for metal screaming music, but for some reason. They would like to play metal and rap and occasionally scream. And that's all Lincoln Park was. Or not Lincoln Park, Limp Bizkit. I mean, sometimes Lincoln Park okay. is that. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> No, but uh, Limp Bizkit. Oh, man. Embarrassed I am. Embarrassed. Okay, uh, my last one I guess I'll throw on a list. Um, it was a guilty pleasure of mine. Good. Even then I kind of recognized that they weren't really all that good. But I still, it's, it's like you said, guilty pleasure. My Chemical Romance. Okay. Terrible, terrible, really, like really bad. There's super fucking emo. And I, <laughs> and even then I recognize, like, I really fucking shouldn't like these guys. But there's a few songs that I'm like. <laughs> Did you see the Donald, the Donald Trump, the, the, the rock band, the, the yes. punk band that did like the, his <laughs> tweets? His, they sang his tweets. It works so fucking well. It like my romance. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Even then, like even then, I knew I shouldn't like this fucking band. Like it's really not great. But then again, I was like in the secrecy of like my car when the windows were rolled up and everything. I was like, uh. I, mean, I, I would I had a phase too. I was never into my chemical romance, and these wouldn't make my list. They haven't made my list. But I, I'm not going to give you shit because I had like a something something corporate taking back Sunday phase. Remember thems? Yeah. Remember thems? Oh, good grief. But uh, I just liked a few songs from either of those groups. Didn't really, uh, didn't really like it. All right, my last one I'm kind of embarrassed about. And I've actually seen this guy in concert twice. Um... 
Some of his songs are okay. Vanilla Ice. It's not Vanilla Ice. I've not seen Vanilla. I would love to see Vanilla Ice. He was actually just touring. Vanilla Ice is actually a really cool guy. I'd, I'd, I'd like to meet. He's one of those guys I'd like to meet. Chill out with. I've agree. heard some. I heard he's a pretty awful person. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. His reality shows. He seems like a really cool guy. So that's he, what you gotta I'm remember. Off of. He's on TV, so it's not even that reality. But okay, my next one, and I'm not. Especially when I was like a teenager, I hated, I hated this type of music. It wasn't until I was like 19 and I moved to Tennessee for one year that I got into this music. And to this day, there's some of it I like, but very few. I'm talking about country western, Adam. I don't love country. Yeah, like it's terrible. Well, I have a country album that was I was a big fan of. And I'm talking about Kenny Chesney, When the Sun Goes Down. What? Yes, I loved Kenny Chesney. I've been to his, I've seen him in concert twice. And looking back on it, I realized that uh, it's either, you're either a redneck hillbilly or you're a frat boy. Frat boys gravitate toward Kenny Chesney too. Really? Yes. His concerts are a fucking train wreck. It is beyond belief how much of a vomit and human excrement is littering the earth during a Kenny Chesney show. It is the most horrendous pigsty on earth that people go to the Kenny Chesney concert and what they do. I don't think I'd ever go back. I mean... Not even for old time's sake? Maybe, but I wouldn't... I, I would... I would probably hate myself <laughs> afterwards. Like I said, he has a couple songs to this day that are just almost like sitting on the beach with a drink, chilling. I'd rather listen that's to... That's the song. Sitting on a beach. That's it. That's chillin'. that's his music, yes. But I'd rather... Because Jimmy Buffett and Bob Marley, their music's the same fucking stuff. Sit on the beach, chill, smoke a blunt, drink beer. That's what he says, too. But he's ripping off Bob Marley and Jimmy Buffett. But I love Bob Marley and Jimmy Buffett. So by default, I kind of like what he's saying because I like to sit on a beach and smoke a blunt. So <laughs> why why not? I mean, like who it? doesn't like? But uh, Kenny Chesney is on my list, and I apologize. So that's it. That's our that's list. It. I. That was fun. I actually enjoyed that. Yeah, it was it was very interesting to so, see our choices. So let's hear you guys' list. Send us an email for your distraction at gmail.com or send it to us on Facebook or Twitter. However, just we want to know what albums influenced you as a teenager. What were some of your favorite albums as a kid that you could listen to start to finish that you still think and hey, if it's embarrassing now tough shit let us know what did you like back then you might hate it now and that's fine but let us know what albums did you guys like i'd like to hear from you so we're also a member of the be real podcasting network adam has been busting his hump trying to make like be it's real gone. great like it's again gone. like I, I it's it's i don't know where it's at i like. saw you lost some weight i'm trying <laughs> the man's He's working trying. hard he's working hard um we're actually, you know, looking for a couple new podcasts to join our network. We are. 
if you guys uh, if you guys have a podcast, you guys know a podcast that is looking to join a network. You know, it's, it's no, it's no real work being part of the network. You don't got to pay dues. It's just joining a community to you know fellow podcasters and getting your podcast out there while you know you provide a little bit of content for the network. Just email distraction at gmail.com. You could send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. You know, I'll get it somehow. You know, just send us a message, you know, be like, hey, I know this podcaster. Hey, I got a podcast. I'd like to join network. Like, pick me, pick me, pick me. The only requirement is you have to tongue Adam's balls just once. Yeah. Just I mean, once. Just and he'll shower before. Little, little, but just a little just just the tip. So, yeah, we're looking for some new podcasts to join our network. You can listen to us on Be Real Network, B-R-E-E-L Network.com. The Movie Guys podcast, they're our sister show. I guess our brother show because they're all dudes too. They, um, if you go onto iTunes, find their their account, you can find our show on there too. It's great stuff. Yeah, it's it's, it's under, it's, there's a bit of a revampment going on with the site. The site's being updated and, uh. Everything else is the iTunes being updated. So right now it's under Movie Guys Podcast. In the future, it should be under Be Real. Oh, okay. So cool. good to know. That's where it should be in the future. Good to know. But we're on iTunes too. Yeah. So if you search for For Your Distraction on iTunes, you can listen to our show on mm-hmm. there. You can write us a cute little review. You can rate us. That's draw awesome. us a picture. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, subscribe to us on there. That's that's what we need. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud. So you can search for For Your Distraction on SoundCloud. Follow us on there. We post all our new stuff on there. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty great. Oh, yeah. Um, our beer of the show is the Cardinal Pale Ale from the Nebraska Brewing Company. Thank you, guys, to the Cardinal and the great Pop Top or whatever it was you guys had. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Yeah, it was pretty good. Unique can. So you've only ever been to one concert? Yeah. Man, I love going to shows. I think it's I, fun. I like going to shows too, but I don't ever want to go to shows by myself. Like, I'm I'm, I'm a social concert. I, I want to get some friends together and go to concerts, and nobody wants to go to concerts. So, you know, it's whatever. I've been to Kenny Chesney twice. I've been to Jurassic 5 twice. I go to Jimmy Buffett every year. Um, you have to come with me. WTF fun fact 7107. Sharks have the best immunity to diseases that are known to man and deadly diseases like cancer do not affect them at all. Yeah. Fucking right. Why are we harvesting sharks and figuring out what's going on with that? Did you ever watch deep blue sea? Did you ever watch deep blue sea? Cause that's how you get deep blue seed. <laughs>